What's up, y'all? I'm Beyonce, and you're listening to the world famous Hollywood and Friends on Hampton Blue Radio. Yo, 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 yo. What it do, though? It's your boy, Hollywood. And I'm here for Hollywood and Friends every Sunday at 12 noon with Miss Judy and Vanilla Music. Vanilla's going to be joining us in a second. Miss Judy won't be joining us today. By a second, he means like literally one second. Like literally right now. Good <laughs> second. Good <laughs> to your boy Vanilla, a.k.a. Mr. R&B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hollywood and Friends, y'all. Like I said, we here every Sunday at 12 noon at I Am Hollywood at Vanilla Music. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to get through tonight. As always, we got you covered with what's hot in the blogs. Talking about uh, Beyonce and this Lemonade premiere that happened last night. Birdman versus The Breakfast Club. And oh, that shit was the funniest shit in the world. Love and Hip Hop and Empire. We're going to do reviews on that. Lava Kelly and Michael. Some drama going on over there. A bunch of other stuff. but And also, um, the biggest story is Prince. We're going to kick this all off with that. But I want to let y'all know also we got the question of the day. Speaking of Prince, which is going to be, what is your favorite Prince song or album? So throughout the show, you can hit us up on Instagram, Facebook. Call us. If you're on the line, you can press 1 and tell us what is your favorite Prince song or album. We're going to be doing that throughout the whole hour. Um, And we got what blows mine later on in the show. Will you tell us what gets under your skin? But kicking it off is the unfortunate, untimely death of music legend, icon, Prince. Where were you, where were you when you heard that um, Prince passed? Yeah, I just gotten back from um, taking one, taking a group of uh, students that I uh, teach vocal to. Yes. Um. But, well, for those who don't know, I teach after school vocal at a couple of different uh, public schools. Um, and one of the, we took a group, uh, the principal and myself took a group of girls to the studio. And we just mm-hmm. gotten back from the session to the school and um, just sat down in the office. And, they, and somebody spoke about it in the hallway. And I was mm-hmm. just like, and, and literally on the way to the studio, the principal and I were talking about Prince. Mm. We're talking about music, and you know he came up. So it's crazy, yeah. you know, to even to hear that news. You right. know, at that point, I didn't even believe it. So I went right. I was about to say, did you believe like, it? Not at all. You know, but and then I, they, and then I they definitely were talking about did home, not yeah. believe it. I was home actually, and I was um on social media, like uh, posting stuff on our on our um, Facebook page. And I seen something that said um, something about a death at Prince's estate, and I was like, "Wait, hold on." So did he I die? Seen, um, I went to uh, TMZ first. I wrote it on Facebook. I'm like, "Wait, hold on. Did did I just hear that Prince died?" With like mad mm-hmm. shocked face emojis, like because. It was kind of the same reaction how when Michael right. Jackson died. It was kind of like, nah. Like, that's crazy. So I went to the TMZ website, and they didn't say it at first. They just said it was a death at the Prince of State. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Are niggas jumping the gun here? Like, are they just saying it's Prince and it's not confirmed yet? 
And literally, right. I refreshed the page, and the next story that popped up was like Prince dead at 57. I'm like, nah. That's crazy. That's so crazy. Do you think that could be like a... um? Literally, the, the impact is definitely him and Mike was like right there. And it may even be more crazy enough, but I don't know. But it seemed like the whole... The whole world reacted for Michael, obviously, but uh-huh. the reaction maybe because of the color purple and since people have something they can um, put on to rep him, maybe that's what made it seem like it was like more than Michael. But literally, the whole world turned purple. Same, every landmark you can think of across the world lit up in purple. People wore purple. People still wearing purple now, but following. Hours and days ahead, even like networks on TV changed their whole color schemes. Whether it was NBC, Fox, whatever, like all of this that we normally see, they pay homage to Prince by turning it purple, which was like huge. Yeah, that's that's dope when you think about it. And it just shows like the impact that it was just like this guy was like one of the greatest. One of the greatest. Yeah, that, that was a, that was a um, tough one. We got some responses to the uh, question of the day. Like I said, we're gonna be reading it throughout the whole show, um, but I'm gonna get to a few right now. Esme Rose says, "Erotic City" and so much more. Underscore two underscore childish at Purple Rain. Daria underscore Perry underscore eighty six says, "God, there are so many." I really like get off. I remember I was five or six when I watched the video. Ha ha, my first memory of him. I know for you, Vanoy, you um like I'm if I'm not mistaken, he influenced you like a hell of a lot. No, definitely. Right? Definitely. Another question response to the question of the day from Lorena. She said I adore you. Um, no, adore. I always said I need love, but I always said I need a love like the one he's singing about. Best love song ever. For some reason, I don't hear him. Like I know he's talking, but I don't hear him in my in my ear. Yeah, I figure I figured as much. <laughs> Which is odd and crazy, and blame it on technology, but. Like, I literally hear dead silence in my ear, so I would imagine that's what the listeners are hearing as well. No, nah, they're not, actually. Um, we're going to try to work it out. So, I do think you have any Prince music, any Prince songs that we can play and try to figure out the sound thing real quick, Stacey? Um, if we do, let's get that on. Tell me all the things you forgot when I was 
What's up, everybody? This is Stacy, a producer on Hollywood and Friends. Hollywood and Venor will be back here shortly. We're still working on those technical issues. But what you just heard was Prince live on MTV performing his popular song, If I Was Your Girlfriend. If I Was Your Girlfriend was actually a B-side on his popular album in about 1987, Sign of Times. Uh, but it became so popular, you often heard him perform it live at his concerts or on specials, as you just heard. So we hope you enjoyed. Uh, also, a quick little trivia was TLC redid the song on their hit album, Crazy Sexy Cool. So check that out when you can. And TLC happened to be one of Prince's favorite groups. Uh, but next, we're going to play Van Jones, who is a good friend of, uh, of Prince. Uh, he speaks on Prince's humanitarian endeavors and how he often kept it private, but he did a lot for society. And Van Jones gives you a little understanding of that and why he kept it private and all the different things he did. Uh, and then after that, Hollywood and Venora will be back. So check it out. Van Jones on CNN. Well, I just want to say um, that he wasn't just a musician. Um, he was an incredible musician. Um, but that there was this a, a core of genius that just used music to express itself. But he also was an incredible humanitarian, Don. Um, he was a Jehovah's Witness, so he was not allowed to speak publicly about any of his good acts, uh, any of his charitable activity. But I was one of the people in his life that helped him with all of that. And so, um, you know, he supported and helped to create something called Yes We Code. Yes We Code uh, has uh, now 15 major technology companies working with kids in the hood, getting them ready to have jobs in Silicon Valley. That was Prince. Uh, he worked with something called Green For All. I was the public face of that, but he put the money in. There are people that have solar panels on their houses right now in Oakland, California, that they don't know Prince paid for them. Uh, he, there, he was the kind of friend, uh, kind of like you, Don, he doesn't care if you're having a good day, that's not when he's there. It's when you're having a bad day. He comes to the rescue. Mm -hmm. and, and, and there's so many people. I'll never forget, um, Don, I landed on a, I was in a plane that landed, and my phone rang, and it's Prince. And I said, hey, what's going on? He goes, where are her kids? Where are her kids? Hmm. I said, what are you talking about? He goes, Lauren Hill, where are her kids? He had found out that Lauren had gotten in some trouble 
And the first thing he wanted to know is where are her kids and what can we do to help? Mm-hmm. Now, this, this, is, this is just how he was. If he, I guarantee you, anybody struggling anywhere in the world, he was sending checks, he was making phone calls, but he did not want it to be known publicly. And he did not want us to say it, but I'm going to say it. Because the world needs to know that it wasn't just the music. The music was one way he tried to help the world, but he was helping every single day of his life. Mm. Wow. Wow. That was, uh, you were listening to Van Jones. He's a political activist, um, author, and attorney. He worked real close with Prince, and he was just telling us or speaking out about all of the good that Prince used to do and how he didn't want credit for it. If you were his friend and you were to bring up any of the things he was doing, you would probably not be his friend anymore because he didn't like it. So but Van felt like now he felt people should know these things. Like even though he felt Prince wouldn't have wanted people to know, but he wanted people to see that it was bigger than just the music that he really truly tried to make change and, have an impact on the world. Wow. But I hear you now, V. <laughs> yeah. You have some crazy... Uh, technical weird, difficulties. Weird technical difficulties that was going on just now. But um, what I was asking you before, I couldn't hear you, and I, I don't think the people was able to hear you either. I know Prince played a major part in terms of your having influence over you. Can you speak on that? Right, right. Um, I mean, just, I guess just, um, you know, honestly, for me, growing up, I didn't really get into Prince until about, like, 14. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, 14, 15, right? I don't know if you had the same experience, but, like, excuse me, growing up, like, you always looked at Prince almost, like, and I, like I said, I don't know if this was your experience, too. Mm-hmm. But I would assume that being from Brooklyn, it might be. But it seemed like, you know, if you listen to Prince, you're gay. That was always, like, the thing growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, Purple Rain is, like, you know, gay. Oh, my God. you Your, your <laughs> mama, your, your daddy probably watched Purple Rain. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a joke. Like, kids a joke on you like that. Yeah. So, you know, for me, I never really, that was kind of like, you know, don't do that. <laughs> you know, but when I actually heard Raspberry Beret at like 14, 15, I fell in love with the song. Yeah. You know, so I'm just like, this dude is dope. You know, and musically, you know, I, I just kind of fell into it. I watched Purple Rain about like maybe I was 20. I think mm-hmm. I was 20. So I'm just like, yo, his music and the, just the whole idea that that was his uh, story. And for the fact that he wrote a hundred songs for the movie before the, wow. the, the it might, may have been twelve that were chosen, right? So it's like yeah, right. it's crazy, you know, to even think that a person did or could do all of that. And then I seen a um, a concert of his called Rave 2000. My um, my godfather had the DVD, and he get, he let me use uh, gave it to me. I still have it. I watched it the other day actually. But if you watch that that uh, concert, honestly, I I never been to a Mike concert. I've seen Mike concerts, but it didn't, yeah. Mike concerts didn't move me the same way that that what what that did for me musically, yeah. because I'm into music. Just 
see, right. you know, what he was doing, what 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 the the band was doing, the the weight, the timing of everything, the 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 uh, attention to detail and chords and minor to major and all of that stuff, and like watching that, I felt I fell in love with him as a performer, you know. So to see, um, or to 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 know that there was a almost like a Prince or Mike, Prince or Mike, who are you gonna do? I was more. I, I just fell into Prince, you know, because yeah. I'm like, you know, Mike is cool. Everybody loves Mike, but I just never really, you know, wasn't really into what everybody was into anyway. And yeah. then Prince being a musician, you know, I'm like, oh, of course, you know, <laughs> even better. Right. So yeah, it, it, I mean, definitely an influence on on the way that I I, I, I lived life and just. The, the, the quality of music that I wanted to put out, you know, yeah. the the individuality that I wanted to have musically, um, the almost I guess almost secrecy that I wanted to have too, because I yeah. felt like he wasn't the type of person that was just he had to do this because his career depended on it. He was one of those people right. who like did what he wanted to do, and for me, I'm the type of person where I you know I. I like to do what I want to do. I don't like to do what people think I'm supposed to or what should be done. Like, I, I love to do the things that I want to do. And some people look at, you know, certain things that I do and feel a way about it. But that came from seeing people who are successful at that, you know. Um, what what Bernard's saying, too, though, like, it's not even a, a diss in any way to Michael, I definitely understand what he what he's saying. They were two different two different um artists. Michael was super great at what he did. Prince was super great at what he did. But Prince was a musician like through and through, like played twenty seven instruments. That's probably every instrument known to man. They hey, got played. Yeah, I was just saying how Prince played twenty seven instruments. That's probably like right. every instrument. No man. Like, <laughs> well, definitely. Uh, not, but you know, I, yeah. And, no, I, um, I, and, he, and, but that was that's big, and he was big on that too. In general, for even the artists that was around him, I heard a story about. Um, he told Beyonce even that he wanted her to learn an instrument, and that would like take her to like the next level. Another level, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't um. You know, I don't. I don't doubt that Michael Jackson was a musician. Also, I feel like he, you know, he knew how to play piano. A lot of people didn't yeah. know a lot of the instruments that he knew how to play. I would assume, yeah. but it was just different. Like a Prince concert is, is, is. I wish I was able to see one. Like, uh, like, I feel like it would have happened soon. Like, cause he he seemed to have been starting to like do shows now a little more like he put out an album or two in the past few years but it seemed like he started to get out and perform more and i'm sure he would have eventually made his way on this side on these around these Mm. parts but it's just unfortunate i wasn't able to see michael either but um gonna have to stock up on some dvds Mm -hmm. I've I've seen Michael uh, concert DVDs. I've never seen the Prince one. Yo, you gotta see it. Never seen one. And speaking on what you were saying about whether my experience was the same growing up, 
I can't say it was exactly that, but it was Prince was super eccentric, and it was definitely one of those things like he's weird. Like that was like right. around like for people who are age like like he's weird. Like he had on like assless chaps or something, <laughs> or he wore heels, or just the way he dressed, and it was like. A lot of people was like, is he gay? Is he straight? Is he this? Is he that? And he didn't care. And behind the scenes, he had all oh, the no. <laughs> he had all the girls behind the scenes and in front of the camera. And he was like, is he gay? Is he straight? But he didn't care, and he just kept doing it. And another thing I learned last night that I thought was kind of crazy, he was only like five two. He was a little guy. That's probably why he wore the heels. Cause he wanted to make himself taller, five two. That's tiny. I didn't even know that that he was five two. But um, again, we're gonna be talking about Prince throughout the whole hour. We gonna um, get into um, what else is hot in the blogs, and we still got that question of the day. Feel free to let us know. Hit us up. Call us. Press one if you're on the line already. Hit us up on our social medias. That question is, what is your favorite Prince song or album? We're going to be getting some more responses throughout the show. But let's move on to someone who was impacted by Prince and performed with Prince on the Grammys one year, Beyonce. She just released her new visual album titled Lemonade. Last week, she released a trailer, and a lot of people was like, what is this? Because it, you couldn't really tell what it was. Is this an album? Is it a video? Like, what is it? And last night, it premiered. And rave reviews. Rave reviews. It's, it turned out to be a short film, if you will. It featured every song off the what was now we found out is the album that featured every song of the album in order. And in between what made it different from what you're hearing on the album, she had a lot, it was like real poetic. She had a lot of um, black poets that helped her to create this. And in between each song, she would just, uh, she would be reciting these, these poems it kind of got your mind like thinking and it was a a message it was she was definitely celebrating being a black woman 100% at first i was thinking when i was listening to it cuz one of the songs <laughs> almost all of the songs in the beginning seemed to be about infidelity and at one point she says um this is your final warning you know I give you life. You're going to do that shit again. You're going to lose your wife. And she throws her ring at the camera. And I'm like, wait, is this an open letter to Jay-Z? Like, what is happening over here? And like I said, almost every song seemed to be about infidelity, but then it kind of took a, a turn where she talked about forgiveness. And she talked about being reborn. And... She talked about um, then. Then Jay Z was in it, like so. It was kind of like he messed up. Maybe that's what she. That's, that's what she told him then. You do that shit again. And oh, Jay Z was in the song. He he was in the film. Like after like after a while, and one of the la- songs later on, 
he he made an appearance in the video and it was more, one of the more uh loving songs and he was there they seemed to be crazy in love no pun and so I think it was more so of a she took us through a journey of what happened how they got over it and where they're at now right and that probably played off of the title too Lemonade as basic as that saying is when life gives you lemons you make lemonade pretty much this is what we these are the cards we were dealt this is how I dealt with it but did you see it? no I didn't see it Okay, you got to. I think you would appreciate it how she how she did it, especially with uh, the poetic side of it. I think you would think is um, it was pretty cool. She also sp- spoke on um, her her mom and her dad's situation as well. Well, her dad, I guess, stepping out of her mom or whatever. But it was like at least the first six songs was about infidelity and stepping out. Um. But I respect this whole visual album thing. She did it a little different than the self-titled album that she did two years ago. It was more like a film. It wasn't just music videos back to back to back. So it definitely is a way to pull you in. Paint, she painting us the picture of what, what these songs mean. So people don't have time to get their own perceptions of it she basically showing you what it is in a sense so I think it's cool um, if you haven't seen it yet it's exclusively on title right now which I know a lot of people are upset about but I hear it's for only 48 hours so all of you uh, Apple people and Spotify people Pandora people if this is true you guys will be getting it in a day or two um Speaking of Beyonce, her tour is kicking off this coming week right here. And she announced a surprise uh, opening act. And that is DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled, as you know, is major key. (laughs) And I know he's going to just take the show to a whole new level. Like, what better than having a DJ as your opening act on the tour. We're going to get so many special guests just because they're associated with DJ Khaled. It's going to be a big show. I'm looking forward to it. Um, It's definitely going to be super ill. Yeah, I think that'll be dope. I think with his, like, with his his following right now, people would love to see. I see a lot of monumental, in my opinion, monumental things happening for like the generation. Yeah, definitely. Um, moving on though to um, in the same vein of Beyonce, uh, you know the primaries was this week, New York primaries. Um, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump won the New York primaries. But what made this a story for us is Hillary, prior to the primary, she did an interview on The Breakfast Club where she said, uh, they asked her, what does she always keep with her when she's traveling? And she said, um, I got hot sauce in my bag. So like, now nah, she didn't say that, but she did say she always carries hot sauce. And a lot of people immediately thought, oh, she's pandering. 
she's trying to get the black people. Um, but then I was looking up and I seen that this is this isn't the first time she's she said that. It's been like since like the nineties she's been saying that she carries hot sauce with her. I guess she she likes spicy foods and also it has some kind of health benefit. I don't know, but some shit about health. But what what did you think? I mean, I don't know. You know, I I, I feel like um the way if that's what she carries around with her, and that's documented, or something, you know, that's something that she she's been doing for years and all that. You know, I can't really say too much about it, but I do feel like if you're going on a platform like the Breakfast Club, knowing that the people who listen to this, um, you know, are in tune with Beyonce, and it's like, you know, you choose to bring that up as the one thing that you carry around with you, you know, aside right, from out like, of, out all of other things yeah. that I'm pretty sure you travel with also. Is so it, it like, was kind of like a, like a your way of like trying to get in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel you, because like, even though there was truth to it, like she has always carried it, but I, guess, right. I mean, it's no different than, than knowing where you are, knowing who your audience is, and right, what right, can right. you pick out of your catalog that they're going to like. So I, I don't think it's any different than, than that. She knew she was on this urban station. She knew she had all of the Beyonce supporters and listeners listening. So they asking me what I carry. Um, I'm not gonna say the uh, uh, Ritz crackers or something. Like I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna say what I think they're gonna take uh, notice to. So that's probably how that went. Um, a uh, listener pointed out Hillary is from the South, so that is likely a part of her. But she also knew how to relate, which is true. So, which is the politics in my back. <laughs> um, speaking of the Breakfast Club, Birdman was in the uh, vlogs today, or this whole weekend, for what may have been a failed attempt. At being gangster when you think about it Based on the response from the people And how they are cutting His ass online Some One person said I know Birdman feel like Wishes he could rewind the day and start all over again mm. Now I don't know what prompted this But I don't know if he was scheduled Or ready to be up there Or if he was just in the city and called them up Like yo I want to come up for an interview And they was like come on down I don't know how that went down I just know he was there. He walked in, and without even sitting down, he just immediately was like, I just want to tell y'all to, like, respect my name when y'all talking about it. Throw some respect on my name. All three of y'all, he started going in. And they're like, wait, hold on. Like, let's do it on camera. <laughs> like, let's do it on air. So now they start the show, and he, uh, Charlemagne, like, tell them, Tell him what you just told us. Like, you just cursed us out. Tell us, tell everybody what it is. And he's like, I ain't going to say it no more. Like, just respect my name. Throw some respect on my name. I don't know what they said. I don't know if this was based on, you know, you know, the old shit that everybody's always been saying about, like, Baby and Lil Wayne kissing and all that. I don't know if it was based on that or if it's something new that they were saying about him that got him so tight. Mm. But... I just know uh, the internet got a hold of him, and they haven't let go yet. Right. 
<laughs> I heard also that he called up and apologized about it. Um, I don't know if they aired that or if it was like behind the scenes thing, but yeah, yeah I think he, he he apologized the same day, like after leaving the station. It seems it's like it's too late. Oh, I mean, I, I feel like um, to an extent, it wasn't the right uh, time and place for it. Mm-hmm. But it's like I you you can kind of understand it if yeah, you know somebody who looks at certain relations let's say he looks at certain relationships that he might have with them as more friendly than business. You know, you can understand how you feel a way about you talking about somebody or talking about him with somebody he has probably real serious issues with. Yeah. You know, and another, um, and another, uh, I guess, in another fee, uh, a realm, kind of like the music industry is one thing, but people really, you know, there's really people that live in the same places and their people live in the same places. So it's stuff like that to deal with. Yeah. You know. So when you're when you're just like I guess egging on situations between people and not knowing that certain things might happen behind the scenes because of those things that you're putting out there True. and just saying and you know co uh kinda like ag- agreeing with or just making you know, like we, we we look at it as entertainment but for him that's a different you know, that means something totally different. So he probably just went up there like, you know, Speaking personally, and not even re- didn't really think about every every part of what happened. Then he probably got checked by some people that are in his circle, and then you know he went and apologized. Maybe I think that's probably what it was. But yeah, you know I can understand it. I do. I, I don't think it. You know I don't think he should have done it that way. But you know, I mean it's like if I guess he felt this was where I could uh, do it publicly. Like, y'all, y'all going in on me publicly, so let me come to you and let you know what it is on the same platform that you, like, been saying all this stuff or whatever. But yikes, though, regardless. Um, let's move on, though. Uh, every week we encourage people to send us music hollywood and friends radio at gmail.com we got two people that did that uh we're gonna play one of the songs right now and we're gonna play the other one a little later on but when we we're gonna play tunes first uh a guy named tunes and the song is called calling me when we come back we're gonna be talking about love and hip-hop atl empire uh lava kelly and michael and a bunch more but let's get into this tunes calling me hollywood and friends Hampton blue radio
get it in. I'm just trying to get it in. See, this where I went and went. You used to the loser tight. I see you ain't moving right. When bitches ain't choosing right, these bitches could lose a fight for love. I don't need them, no. Mister, I don't need a hoe. Hit it even when it curve. Call me Derek G the hoe. You see, I chase chicken and Rocky chase chicken. They ate with them, but baby, I bake with them. Come to the shows and I'm who they want to see. Pop a pill, I'm on the moon. This is where I want to be. Hollywood and Friends, y'all. That right there was Tunes featuring Trey Pizzy calling me. If you like that joint, follow Tunes on Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud at Tunes O T O D. Tunes is spelled regular. Tunes O T O D. Thanks for sending that over. I like the joint. Um, you can send us music to Hollywood and Friends Radio at gmail.com. We're going to play another joint from um, another artist uh, named Zachary a little bit later. Um, let's move on, though, to uh, Love & Hip Hop, ATL. Again, this always feels crazy because we at the end of the week, right before the new episode airs, so it's like so much shit happened. Like, do I even remember what happened on Love & Hip Hop? Right. Um, did you watch it? No, I think I only watched like one episode. I was, I was, um, I was, I was tricked into watch, watching that episode. <laughs> uh, well, it was supposed to be thing... a Netflix chill session, and it was being. Oh, like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, no. anything. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. Whatever. No, but I did catch the first episode of it. All right. Um, this episode, uh was titled Daddy's Home and I guess that was because Stevie J came back uh, for, made his first appearance at a, at a season in this episode Mimi revealed to him that she's with her new boo that's not a guy it's a girl what? he he was kind of shocked about it and um, it was funny that, that scene that they had talking about it because he was like he said something like um, is she something is she putting it down right something like that and Mimi said is the best she ever had I think he's mm. talking about like eating out and she, he said is the best he was and he started like licking his lips like I thought I was the best <laughs> and Mimi was like uh you you could actually learn a thing or two from her well <laughs> that part that whole part though was funny because you know, Stevie J is just a character in itself. It's just mad funny that that whole situation. Um, Scrap Deleon, which is the guy with the long hair, he tried to bring together his two situationships: his baby mother and his girlfriend. The the shit's so confusing. His girlfriend, no, his baby mother wanted him to dead the girlfriend and tell her that he's 
coming to stay with her or whatever. He didn't really do that. What he did tell them is that he's facing jail time and that he wants them to come together. And they wasn't with it, so they started about the fight and all that. You know how that goes on these shows. Um, what else happened? Tammy and Waka. Waka made his first appearance on this on for this season. Um, nothing really too crazy happened on this episode. I think it might get better as it goes. The next episode is tomorrow, but let's talk about Empire. Did you see this, or did you miss this one, the last one for this week? Mm. Yeah, please. you seen it. So, um, Boo Boo Kitty revealed that she's pregnant right. by Hakeem. And what I want to know is when will um, the girl, the wife, Andre, find out that Boo Boo Kitty is the one. Is the one that killed his baby. Because <laughs> she she's now staying in her house. She wanted a safe place to stay to get away from all the uh, lion family drama, and she thinks uh-huh. she's in the safe house. So I don't know. What I'm thinking is going to happen is she's going to probably be like, "Hey, can I can I borrow your 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 shirt?" And she's going to go into the closet. And she's going to see those Louboutin flat shoes that she sort of seen when she was laid out. As mm. You know what I mean? Because the girl right. was walking out and she caught a glimpse of the bottom of those flat Louboutin flat shoes. And I think she's going to go into her closet one day and she's going to see those shoes and it's going to all come back to her. Or she's probably going to see her walking out of the house one day. With them, with shoes them. On and while she's laying on the couch and open up one eye, like, and it's gonna bring back all those memories. Right. <laughs> That'll be interesting. That would be interesting. What I want to know is gonna happen. What's gonna happen after that? <laughs> <laughs> A psychotic break, I'm sure. Cause is it payback? Is it? Do you like try to like? Make her lose her baby now. Mm. When you see the scenes, though, for next week, this coming week, uh, something is happening with uh, Boo Boo Kitty. And it's crazy that I don't even know her real character name right now. I'm just calling her Boo Boo Kitty. <laughs> Yo, honestly, uh, I, was so, I was so out of touch with the show. I thought the whole time I thought Boo Boo Kitty was uh, Cookie. What's her was who? No, I thought that was Cookie. Oh. Because <laughs> every time I heard somebody say Boo Boo Kitty, I heard them talk about Cookie at the same time. So I'm like, I, didn't, I wasn't even paying attention. Yeah, because she's was, the one that thinking. gave her the name. She always right. called her that throughout the whole first season. So it kind of, like, that was it. It kind of stuck so much so that I don't even know. Is it Amina? No, no, it's not Nikita. Nikita. Nikita or... uh, nah, it's definitely like not that. Nikita. Uh, I'm about to get you right now. Anika. Anika. It was we was close. We had some of the See? letters. <laughs> some of the letters in the name. Anika. Damn. But yeah, so I think it's getting better. Do you agree? Because the 
prior week, you and Miss Judy was on some. It well, wasn't you know really what doing nothing yet. You know what happened uh, the what other happened? week? I didn't. The issue was that I didn't even see. I only saw one episode, and Miss Judy saw both. She saw two episodes. Yeah. Of the show. So when I was speaking, I was talking from only seeing one episode, and not really because wow. I said it, it didn't really ha- right because I didn't notice there was another episode. How you gonna say a, a show is slow from one episode? <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. That's, that's all I seen. All I seen was that one episode. So I'm thinking, you know, it's not it's not plot twisty enough. It's not you know doing anything really. <laughs> He's like, I want it after now. Two like, weeks. This is all there is. Then what is you know? Yeah. I want to see more. But the, the second episode <laughs> showed you more. Yeah. And now the third so, episode. What is the fourth? The fourth one was the last one that they just played. Was it the fourth or the third? I yeah. Think it was the third. Okay. Yeah, um, uh, but I think it's good. I think it's getting better. And it's every Wednesday at 9 p.m. That's definitely getting better. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Empire, though, real quick, I want to talk about Hakeem, which is one of the characters on there. Rashe, I think it's his real name. I was watching that with say? somebody. Oh, okay. She said, she goes, yo, that, and you know who it is. She goes, yo, that's like a baby H. <laughs> <laughs> yo, and I'm, yo, I, I watched it and I'm like, yo, you, you know, I don't know if you've seen a performance where he had on like the gray, um, it looked like a Kanye Yeezy shirt almost. Uh, I mean, I've seen every episode, so I'll pro- I'm sure I've seen it, but it's not. This was him performing at some event. Um, was it when he was with the two girls performing? No, it was just him by himself. Just him by himself. I don't remember. And he was performing, and I guess the family was there, but nobody was kind of performing with him. It was like he was doing his own thing. Mm. But long story short, she was saying that he looked like you there. And I was like, when I was was watching him, I'm watching like the movements. I'm like, I remember it from like the way you used to perform. And and even still do perform, you know. But of course, it's different now. Yeah, you know, he used to perform just like yeah, that's crazy. Like the whole <laughs> energy, everything. I'm like, imagine they probably watched some of your videos and was like, yeah, we need a character like this. <laughs> to the hit, to the to the like hairstyles and all that. That the high top. Yeah, song. yeah. I'm like that, that's crazy. That yeah, that's crazy. But speaking of him, though, he's actually going to be in the new new edition biopic. Which actually wow. is more than just a biopic. It's going to be a miniseries. I guess New Edition was feeling like we want more than just two hours to tell y'all everything that went down. So they're going to do it like a miniseries similar to like how the People vs. OJ was. So it'll probably be like eight episodes or something. I'm not 100% sure how many episodes, but it's going to be a few episodes. And mm. I believe he's playing Michael Bivens. Wait, am I? Um, hold on. Let me see real quick. Um, playing Michael Bibbins, which I wouldn't. Have, I would have thought he was playing um the other guy. What's uh, what's the light Ralph thing? Tresvant. Ralph Tresvant. I, I thought he would have played him. Uh-huh. But um, they say he's gonna play Michael Bibbins. So that's underway. They're filming that right now. So we'll see. How uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do this at Ralph isn't light. <laughs> um. 
Um, let's move on though to uh, live with Kelly and Michael. Now, the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because I think it's kind of crazy what was going on, what happened over there. If for those who don't watch uh, or don't know about it, it's a, the morning show on um, ABC. Kelly Ripper and Michael Strahan. It used to be right. Kelly and Regis. And um, so Michael came on board and they rocking together. I don't watch the show. I've seen maybe like an episode or two. But I will say that chemistry is always good together. I think Kelly is dumb funny and they just, it's just funny to watch them together. Uh-huh. So recently, a few months ago or last year sometime, they made an announcement that Michael Strahan was going to be going over to uh, Good Morning America to do some, some, some shows on Good Morning America. And he was going to uh-huh. do both live with Mike, live with Kelly and Michael and Good Morning America. And I was thinking when I first heard that, I'm like, oh, that's what's up. But I was like, I was wondering why. Like, I was like, is he just like that good that they just like, we got to have you over here too. Because the Good Morning America, if you ever watch it, they got like 50 people up there already. Right. It's like, why? But nonetheless, he was there and he was still doing both. What happened recently Disney, which is the parent company, made a deal with him. I heard I hear offering him eight figures to come over to Good Morning America permanently and to leave Kelly and Michael. And what's worse is to not tell anybody at Live with Kelly and Michael. Uh-huh. Not Kelly, not the producers, not staff, nobody. Keep it on the hush. Now that it comes to time where they need to make the announcement to the world that Michael is joining Good Morning America full-time. So minutes before they make this announcement, Michael goes to Kelly and tells her, I'm out. I'm sorry. I couldn't tell you. (laughs) However that conversation went. And, of course, Kelly was tight as one would be. Right. Right? Like, because it's kind of like, Right, right, right. Like, and that's crazy because when you think about it, it's like that's the whole show. Like, that's half the show, right? Right. When you watch the show, you're watching for, like, their chemistry, pulling yourself out of a situation where you wanted the legs. And it's only, it's just two of y'all. Like, I don't understand why they why he couldn't say anything to, like. Well, you know what it is? Maybe because they didn't want to have, um, they didn't want them to counter what he was trying to, what they were trying to do. They didn't want the network to counter the money they were probably going to offer him. I mean, oh, before they signed the bill officially and made it right. for the ink dry. Right, because you you have a lot of situations, and I, I'm, I just dealt with a situation like this where, you know, a certain there was a, there was a deal offered, right? Right. So it was. Uh, me, myself, and someone else. And there was a deal offered to the three of us. And, you know, we kind of, we had that deal on the table. Then we spoke, I guess, in sharing the information with someone else, they offered a better deal. Then first mm-hmm. people offered the deal. You know what I'm saying? So depending on what a person's interest in your situation might be, 
they might be more inclined to like you know give you more money to stay with them as opposed to letting yeah. you go with somebody else you know so that, that was probably just a cause and what they were doing making him feel like well you know what we're gonna give you this much money they will never match it but we'll just keep it on the hush because we don't want any we don't want to stir up any feathers or you know kick up any dust or whatever but yeah. you know and Disney owns both shows like they own ABC so they they own both but but it's kind of like what pull, it's like transferring somebody from one store to another in a, in a, in a company or something or, right, because at the end of the day, it's like even if Disney owns, even even if Disney's still the parent company, is there still sub companies under? You know. Yeah, true. It's still different staff. Not not everybody works on the same show, and everybody's true. benefiting from both shows. So. And they definitely could have counter counter the the, the offer, or whatever to try right. probably try to get him. Right. Right. But, <laughs> yikes! Though, like, so what? What's crazy is uh, this happened on Wednesday, I believe. Uh, or Tuesday And the following day Kelly didn't show up for work And uh, They Just had a special guest co-host With Michael And he just said Kelly's off today And it, people were like Hmm She's off today That uh, sounds kind of fishy Maybe these stories are true That she's living right now And then um, We'll see what happens tomorrow The next day Kelly don't show up again <laughs> Now the story is Kelly went on a vacation that was pre-planned. She just left a few days early. Bruh. You know how you know how like you know how crazy that is? Huh. I mean like um we we, we I mean like okay, sorry. I'm I'm like that. How crazy it is when you think about how damaging that could be to a person's, uh, you know, mind, I guess, if you will. Like, a lot of this shit is based off of trust. Yeah. Right? So, it's yeah. like we have, we have the, you know, this, we, we're doing this show because we trust that Stacy is, you know, behind the board and she's doing what she's going to do. We trust that, you know, everybody. Me and you are gonna have good conversation. We don't necessarily need to plan the, the shit that we're saying. You trust right. that I'm not gonna come up here and offend anybody and make you look crazy, you know. So imagine, yeah, if imagine if during this show, I bring up some shit that happened personally between me and you, or like some shit that I know about personally with you. Yeah, imagine that. Like you would, you'd probably never do a show with anybody ever again. <laughs> like really though. Yeah. Like you probably never want to be a part of anything like this, and we're not even making millions of dollars. Think about somebody who's making millions of dollars off this. They're supporting their family like this. These are you've grown friendship, family relationships. My husband knows your husband, like or your wife. Like that's how she's looking at it. Like her husband yeah. probably knows his wife if they are married. Yes. Yeah, but whatever like. it is, like everybody, my 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 kids know you. So to like really do that, and then I'm after that, she's just thrown up in the air. Who knows what's gonna happen with her show? Who knows what's gonna happen with her life and the way she's supporting her family and you know all of the things that she she got in place, the life that she has for herself right now. All of that is gone, yeah. and you're good. You're great. Better I'll, than you I'll, were before, but like, what does that leave her? It's just so 
the I think the, the the hardest part for her is the fact that I feel like it's like bigger than Disney probably is more about Michael that bruh you couldn't give me the the heads up like heads it's, up, it's right, kind right, of disrespectful right, right. like crazy. I would be tight too I would yeah, be tight too because shit she could be looking for another job right or like trying to figure something else out yeah um so like Michael not supposed to be leaving until September to make this transition to Good Morning America fully how awkward is this show gonna be if she come back <laughs> like we'll see what happens after this quote unquote vacation that was pre-planned next week when it ends and she comes back and have to sit together I actually I think I wanna watch that first episode just to see right. Now I'm definitely how it is. Now I want to see if you do he pull her chair out like he always do, like or do she not? Is the chemistry not there anymore? I I can't. I can only imagine that is going to be super awkward. Super awkward. Kelly was leaving to go on this vacation. TMZ called her out, and they had she had a book in her hand. It was um David and Goliath. So people are taking it as that was a subliminal. She's reading this book. It's her against this big giant company, Disney, or whatever. So, we'll see. Reports are also saying that her and Michael haven't gotten along for two years. I don't think that's true. If so, they are some great ass actors because they, when you watch them, the few episodes I did see, the chemistry was there a thousand percent. I don't think you could fake chemistry. So, I don't buy that that they wasn't uh, getting along. For the past two years, I think people are just Probably not um, as well. Hmm. Uh, but we'll see what happens uh, with this. We'll see next week. Um, I got like two more things I wanted to talk about before we get into uh, this la- last artist song that we're gonna play, and then what blows my. Um, the first thing, you know, the song "Panda" by Designer. And it sounds so much like Future, and I myself was wondering, what does Future think about this? Like, I want to see the first interview that or something that Future does, where he where they ask him about it. Like, did you did you see anything? No, I haven't. Has has he had an interview or something? I haven't seen anything. Well, one thing that happened, it, it wasn't an interview, but Future was performing somewhere, and he was doing roll call. You know how you do, like, which side is live? Is it the left side? Is it the right side? And the left side wasn't hype enough. So Future goes, y'all must be some Sierra or designer fans. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, I still, for one, that was like kind of a jab, right? Oh, um, definitely. Two, it um kind of makes me want to know even more about, you know, what's going on, how he feels. But now also designer is speaking out about it subliminally. He recently 
released a song that was the same title as as one of Future's songs. Future's uh, album. Wow, the whole album. Pluto, which was Future's first album. The designer debuted a song called Pluto. To make wow. matters worse, he uploaded a picture, and this could have been due to Prince's passing, but probably not. He put up a picture of Prince's um, Purple Rain album cover, but put his face over Prince's face and said, I'm about to release my new mixtape called Purple Rain. Future released a mixtape called Purple Rain. Mm. So, I don't know. I don't know. What you think? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so, Designer tweeted that before Future wrote, posted it? No. Wait, tweeted what? About I'm, I'm about to release my mixtape, Purple Rain. He just did that, like a few days ago. Wow. Yeah. And Future's Purple Rain mixtape came out like probably a year ago or a year or two ago. Was that that long ago? Purple Rain? Pretty recent. Nope. It was probably, it was at least, it probably was two years. You know what? Maybe I'm late. It probably was two years, but I'm not 100% sure. It came out in, um, Hold on, I'm about to see right now. Yeah, that was uh, nah, January this 2016. Said this yeah, that's 2016, January. Nah, just... Now, nah. you, you're thinking about something else. Now, you're thinking about something else. you think about this Dirty year. Sprite. you think about Dirty Sprite. I thought Dirty Sprite came out this year. Nah, Dirty Sprite came out last year. Dirty Sprite 2. But Dirty Sprite 2 came out last year, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, I know. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This shit yeah. did say January 17th. I'm, yeah, I guess I'm thinking about the the album. And <laughs> not definitely. Son. That's crazy. But even still, that it came out in January, and now Design is saying that he's putting out Purple Rain. Purple Rain. I don't know, man. Yo, honestly, I feel like it's just it's 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 almost it's crazy that there's so there's so little uh music out now that it seems like yeah. the only thing that's becoming hot is the newer thing of whatever was hot before. Right? So yeah. if you look at it like the only thing that's gonna be hot after Little Wayne is a younger Little Wayne. The only thing that's going to be hot after future right. is a younger future. Musically, though, you know. So it's like that's Drake is still up there. That's where a lot of people feel like. Um, right. Which is why a lot of people sound like a lot of the people. That's, but A lot of the shit that's going. Yo, honestly, man, listen. Yikes. It's crazy. So let's let's see. I don't know. Speaking of music, could just be for the 
for the blogs. But what? Speaking of music, you know, shameless plug and a, and, and a good segue. And, and you know, talking about music, that's not necessarily what's going on. Yeah. What did you think about last week? Oh. Remember last week? For those who were listening yeah. last week, and, you know, they wanted to know what I was doing musically, I told yeah. them I'd give them a song, and we'd yeah. review it <laughs> this week. So Judy is not here to review it this week. But Hollywood, if you'd like to uh, give me your, your feedback. And it's the first time you even give me feedback on this anyway, so. Um. The song was was dope, I thought. And now I, the first thing I was thinking, like, is this a a romantic side chick song? Because like, <laughs> it it definitely kind of had that vibe when you listen to it and listen to the lyrics. But right. I, I thought it was dope. I liked it. And I, I could get that. I, I I definitely get the you know whole romantic, you know, but I don't even like the term. But yeah, side chick. I guess I I understand exactly what you're saying, but yeah, yeah. I mean you know is is definitely diff. It's a, from a different point of view, but I feel like yeah. um it, it, it's it's honest, it's honest yeah. if you will. Maybe I'm but, like correct me if I'm wrong, but is it about? Um, no, it's about what you think it's about. Oh, it is about. It. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's about what you. Think I was it's like, about. did I did I hear it wrong? But okay. Yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no. It was, it was dope. It was, it was. Um, I think a lot of people are gonna uh, relate because it, like you said, it is honest, and right. a lot of people want or going through that. I shouldn't say want that, but right, right, are going through that. Right. I know. Well, people, uh, the- uh, st- sorry, I'm I'm looking at a, a a comment. Stacey says this. That's why music needs to, to remain in the schools. Well, you talk you talking about the um the designer thing, right? Stacey? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. You say that. What do you mean exactly? Uh, what I'm saying is like people don't kind of what Prince said to Beyonce, like learn instruments because it will take your music right. to another level. But people yeah. aren't learning music as much anymore, so you're not mm. getting pieces and all that. Because you know, even though Prince was really a prodigy, he studied music. He'll tell you during interviews he wasn't that good when he started. Of course, he started at seven probably, but he was just saying he practiced and practiced every day. So it wasn't like it just came naturally per se. He had right. a gift, but he trained that gift. And a lot of right. and he and he took piano classes with Jimmy Jam and all those great other producers of that era. So, you know, that's what I think we're missing today. Mm, definitely. I think Prince's um, spirit is on our show today because all these technical difficulties we're having. <laughs> kind of just moving smooth, right? I think he's. I think he's <laughs> like. And our, and our assistant, right? Making sure we don't play none of his music. Right. Oh, no. Don't, don't play none of no, that. He, Talk he about was, me. He was big on that, right? Anyway, okay, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we, it's like, Benoit, you were saying something a few minutes ago, and I couldn't hear you. I don't think. I don't know. It probably was about this song thing before you actually got to say it, but yeah. there's a lot of technical difficulties happening. But, yeah, so about this song, though, um, this is a part of a new project you're working on. Like, oh yeah, when definitely. Can definitely people a part of the expect new, um, 
something. Oh, and um, I love the song awesome. Keep a Norbottle. I love I love Oh you that. love it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Now but um this this is definitely part of a project. I I, I don't even have a release date yet for it. I'm I, honestly I kinda fell back from Instagram, you know I, I wasn't even really on Snapchat like that, but a lot of Twitter and all that stuff. Like social media I feel is getting too crazy for me, musically and creatively. Yeah. So I felt like I had to take a step back and, you know, focus on the music for a while. Because yeah. it's like after a while, you start, for me at least, I started to realize, like, you're not even focused on music. You're focused on lifestyle and shit like that. And, you know, right. everybody else is seemingly focused on the same thing. So for right. me, I'm just like, I can't even. And it goes back to what I was telling you before. Like, I'm not even interested in doing the shit that everybody else is doing anyway. So, you know, I, right. for me, it's just more about re-strategizing right now. We gotta but focus on the side chicks. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta focus on my 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 man. Listen, I gotta focus on the music, all right? And, and, and making great making great music for the people to listen to, and, and speaking no, truth and, and, and being honest, and not definitely. you know not saying shit because I feel like that's what people like to hear or want to hear, or it's what's going on for other people, but it's not really going on for me, like. I have to. I had. I had to fall in love. I had to, you know, be in a relationship. I had to, you know, do shit like that because that's what I talk yeah. about. That's what I sing about. So I can't just be singing about it and, you know, living something else. So are you saying you're oh, in yeah. love right now? That's what you're saying. I'm. I, I'm I've been in love. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay. I've been in love. I'm in love every okay. day. I'm in love with a lot of things. But you okay. Know, I'm in love with life. Right. I'm in love with life. <laughs> but you'll hear it. Definitely looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Speaking of music, the last story I want to talk about for the day before we get into uh, Zachary's song and also uh, what blows mine is um, music television, MTV. I'm hype about this story because, you know, as artists, uh, especially Mm -hmm. artists that's on the come up and hopefully about to, like, break through some things, we kind of miss, I kind of miss shows like CRL and like 106 in Park because it's like, damn, where do I go? Where am I going to take my music video to? Where am I going to do an interview at? Like, these were shows that we grew up on. MTV is doing this huge rebranding, um, mm-hmm. and they're rebooting um, some shows that we love and revamping some other shows. So, um one of the shows is called Wonderland and it's going to be a new LA based weekly music series featuring live performances mm. along the realms of TRL which I think is dope fast shouts to them for that um, yeah, they're going to have uh, they're bringing back MTV Unplugged which is dope Man. they're bringing back MTV Cribs I'm not there yet but that's dope too I hear they're going to have it involving Snapchat. I don't know if it's going to be on Snapchat 100% or if it's just going to be something that has to do with, with uh, Snapchat. Um, Which will make sense. Yeah. Yeah, they're bringing back a sh- I mean, not bringing back. They got a new show called Studio 24. It's a partnership with Scooter Braun Films. This show will um, is going to see a famous artist and a mystery talent paired together to create a new song in 24 hours. Mm. Which sounds dope. It, it kind of reminds me of a show they had. It's called uh, Studio Twenty Four. Oh, okay. 
It reminds me of a show they did before called Duets. Oh, they had duets. um had Usher. I remember one episode. It was Usher, and it was like a random girl, and they went yeah. and recreated uh, one of Usher's songs. So I don't know if this is going to be a celebrity and a regular person, or a celebrity and then a mystery celebrity. Probably like some unlikely pairs, probably type shit. Right, right. But they're going to be paired to create a new song in 24 hours. Um, another new show they got is called Year One. It's a new music documentary, which will draw... Um, they're going to take from all their archive footage and explore through the breakthrough years of some of the biggest superstars that we know today. Wow. So they're going to show us their first year. Oh, doing uh, of Yeah. So it's called Year One. Um, got it. Yeah, and there's a few more, but I'm not going to read all of them. But, yeah, it's dope that they're doing this re- rebranding. Um, they released a statement saying, we're on a mission to reignite MTV with everything that makes it one of the world's most iconic brands. It's soul of music, it's love of pop culture, and it's un- unexpected, groundbreaking, creative. What we share uh, today is just the beginning, but it's a strong first step in the journey and shows how aggressively we are moving to energize the extraordinary promise of this great brand. AKA, cut some of those reality shows and bring back the music. They have the right, they have the right idea. Yeah, so that's dope. Um, and speaking of MTV, they actually, the VMAs is going to be at the Garden this year in New York, which is big. Um, definitely looking forward to that as well. Um, so yeah, that's MTV. Let's move on to uh, let's get let's get this Zachary uh song on. Like I said, we always tell people to send us music. Hollywood and Friends Radio at gmail dot com. This guy did just that. So we're gonna play uh, this song. It's called Tired. His name is Zachary, and it's featuring Marissa. And when we come back, we're going to get into what blows mine. Hollywood and Friends, Hampton Blue Radio. I never end. 
Zachary Durham, we're back. Zachary Durham, he's from Brooklyn. He actually is a trumpet player. He was known as the yeah. no. He's labeled as the trumpet kid. You know him? Yeah, yeah, I know him. I actually, I didn't know that that was the uh, that that was Zachary that you were talking about because every oh. time he said Zachary, so I'm like, you know, Zachary. I, I think that's dope that he's just using his name, Zachary, or whatever. But. I thought it was actually like a singer or a rapper or something. And then when I heard from the time the music came on and I heard the trumpet, I already knew. Like, But that's that's my boy, Zachary Durham. He's uh, part of, well, I don't know if he's still part of it, but they're still doing it. But I think they are part of Stuff's Life. Um, Stuff's Life, yeah. Ren. Yeah, it says that he is. Yeah. So, Stuff's Life, yeah, that's Nice, nice cool. But yeah, Zachary uh, Durham. Yeah, definitely. Um, he didn't include his, uh, social media or anything. Do you know it by chance? Um, no, I don't. Well, you guys can just Google Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y. Yeah, and look up, look up Sus Life. You'll find him. S-U-S-L-I-F-E. Yeah, that might be easy. Trumpet Kid. Brooklyn. Soulful, playing the trumpet and all that good stuff. In Brooklyn, at that. So, fast shots to you. Thanks for sending that over. Uh, Hollywood and Friends Radio at gmail.com is the email address for you guys to send music to. <clears throat> um, let's read some more responses for this question of the day real quick before we uh, get into what blows mine. I'm trying to say it. Uh, I'm scrolling, scrolling. But no, you, do you oh, have any? Uh, the favorite songs? Not a question of the day. Yeah, the favorite songs, right? And the album. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, one um, second, I'm, I'm going to. I have, uh, I have a couple. Kita says, "Call my name." I'm guessing that's the name of the song. I know for me personally, I'm not familiar with the albums as a body of work as much as I am familiar with the um with the actual songs. From the the songs, like the singles and stuff. But uh, I will say, "Purple Rain," the album. And the song is probably uh, top, but there's so many. It's like, how do you, how do you choose? How can you really choose a favorite? Like, I don't know. Like, Kiss is dope. When doves cry, want to be your lover is like so many. Um, our producer says her favorite right now is If I Was Your Girlfriend and Purple Rain, the album. Um, but she's a super duper duper <laughs> Prince fan, <laughs> so she has like her, her favorites is like exceeds 
crazy. <laughs> um, she says she has about 40 plus. That's like her favorites. And Prince like has like enough albums to last a lifetime, literally. So, right. Uh, somebody can just be born and discover Prince and, and grow be up on him and be good. Right. Because it's just that much. Um, Yo, uh, so I have a, um, well, my favorite, first, let me start with that, is, well, one song of my favorites, I can't even choose a favorite, but I'd say for today, She's Always in My Hair. It's like one of my favorites. Okay. I'm not familiar with that one. Maybe if I hear it, I might know it, but off the title, I'm not I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, like the chord changes and all that are, you know, great. Um, nice. But I got a couple responses for, for the question of the day. Right. So this lady says, for an album, she likes the gold, uh, Chaplin, Chaplin FS. For albums, she likes the Golden Experience. Her favorite song is If I Was Your Girlfriend. Um, okay. Gabrielle Mercado, one, says When Doves Cry. Random Lily said I Would Die For You uh, from the Purple Rain album. Marvelous 305 says When Doves Cry, Diamonds and Pearls. A Matter of Fact says um, Favorite Produced Song, I Feel For You by Shaka Khan and Round and Round by Tevin, I guess Tevin Campbell. Wow, this person got knowledge then. They talking about stuff that he produced? I didn't even know that he produced <laughs> that, but, you know. But I guess she said one of his favorite songs of, of his own was I Would Die For You um, because of how hard he went on it instrumentally. And Purple Rain is her favorite album. Okay. So those are a couple uh, comments. Nice. Um, we got uh, Tatiana on Facebook. Uh, good homie Tatiana Scott. She says, Nikki, Purple Rain. Well, I guess she couldn't just choose one. <laughs> she said, Nikki, Purple Rain, The Beautiful Ones, Diamonds and Pearls, Kiss. Number one for her is Die For You. Well, pretty much the Purple Rain album. <laughs> right. That, that's how I judged it. Because like I said, I'm not familiar with the bodies of work. But when I looked at the track list, I'm like, yo, it's so many of the joints I know on this album. So that, so many. Um, uh, I'm reading comments um, from about before we move uh, on, Sorry, before we move on to we got to congratulate uh, Tatiana on winning the... ABC oh, yeah. Yeah, shout out to her. Yeah. Wait. Won it? Won it? Or because the last time she was in the finals. Well, for winning to be in the finals and for winning in advance, we're going to congratulate okay. her. Because <laughs> right. I'm like, was it today? Did I miss it? <laughs> Congratulations nah, on the win your team. Maybe I Nah, she she won though. She, that is yeah, a that's... win to get to that point. Uh, so definitely, that's a win for sure. Fast shots to Tatiana Scott on that for sure. Um, <clears throat> addressing Prince's androgyny, uh, Prince introduced this is from the Huffington Post regarding his um, you know, what we were talking about earlier, his image and everything. Prince introduced us for fleeting, brilliant movement to a world where black men and black people could be free in ways that we've rarely been able to imagine. Um, someone mentioned black people tend to be afraid of 
femininity, but most humans have a duality to him. He showed us that. Um, another person said he was also he was he also was not afraid to show us that God and sex can exist. Yeah, God was definitely a big part of his, his music and what he pushed, and that's another part of what I appreciated about his concert too. Yeah. So like, a lot of people are not willing to you know incorporate God and put all of that in the in the show. You know, it's like you'll say that on Twitter, you'll say that on Instagram, but in your show, you don't say any of that. A lot of artists, not saying that everybody doesn't do it, but a lot of artists don't do it. That I see. Yeah. I see a lot of artists with that. Definitely. Um, Prince was definitely the song content was always, it seemed a lot of times about sex. Like, yeah, a song called Head. Like, Head. <laughs> um, but we're going to move on to what blows mine. Um, for everybody who wants to uh, continue to remember Prince, our producer Stacy is having a tribute show for him tomorrow. Same place at 9 p.m., Hampton Blue Radio. Um, you could just Google Hampton Blue Radio or go to um, Blog Talk Radio. Um, to see that, hear that. Um, but yeah, let's get into what blows mine. Is the part of the show where you say what irks your nerves, what gets under your skin. Let's get that theme music popping. Show where we say what gets under our skin, what irks our nerves, what have us going, bruh. Really? 646 716 8544 or press one if you own the Lizzie or Rezzy. Um, what blows my first off, Miss Judy. <laughs> She's not here to defend herself either. Yeah, Miss Judy. You blow mine. Well, I mean. Now's your chance. Take advantage while she's not here. Mm-mm. No, not fun. <laughs> that, it's not even fun. <laughs> That's not even fun. <laughs> I, need, I, need her, I need her to at least be able to say something so I can go in. <laughs> Um, now she hit me up um, last night was, was telling me that she um, Wasn't going to be able to do the show today But I know um, She probably hung over Or something right now Shout out to Miss Judy Shout out to Miss Judy um, What blows my Is um, Did you hear McDonald's is about to offer All you can eat French fries what? 
Yeah. Um, well, the, the, the part that blows mine about this is not that they're offering it because I'm happy because that's probably one of the better things in the restaurant when they get it right. But it's only in one location right now in Missouri. Wait, Hollywood, I hate to interrupt you. Yeah. But they're saying that that's a hoax because I looked it up. Oh. People are, like, talking about it, but they said that's a hoax. So I don't know. Wow. You know what blows my hoax? (laughs) That blows my whatever. (laughs) Yo, what's crazy is I, I heard about this, and I'm definitely not the type that just sees something once and just run with it. Like, literally, I've seen it so many times online, and I see, they even reported it on TV. Wow. And I've been meaning to look it up. I was like, wait, I got to see, because when are they bringing it to New York? Like, I need to find out more about this. <laughs> literally, this is the first time I'm opening this link, and at the same time, that's when Stacey told me it's a hoax. If, you, if, if, if McDonald's did that, would you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? I would think it's a good thing for us, but a bad thing for them. I would think it's a good thing for them, but a bad thing for us. Why? Because we're going to die? From all yeah. the grief? <laughs> like, to, be, to really be unhealthy, though, to really be unhealthy, <clears throat> at, especially, and you got to understand, like, kids are eating McDonald's. That's what kids want to eat, for real. So it's just like, imagine if we were kids and we could have all-you-can-eat fries. Yeah. There would be no, it won't be, special ed would be a joke. I mean, not special ed, uh, physical education would be a joke. If you go into a phys ed class, it'd be a joke. Mm-hmm. And there, you, it, it, it would be no physical education going on. <laughs> you know, I feel but, like just to, to, to put, and, and, not, and so young, to put yeah. things like in place, I feel like, it's like, what, what is the, what is the uh, agenda, I guess? It's definitely, that's, how feel, uh, that's how I would feel about it, seeing all-you-can-eat fries for, at, at McDonald's. Yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I, would, I would like them to, uh, to take this hoax and make it a reality. No, all-you-can-eat fries. That's not good. All-you-can-eat fries. Stacey wanted to make, make a comment. What's up? So, yeah, the spokeswoman from McDonald's says, yeah, you know, it's, it's a hoax, but I'll add what blows mine for me, and Venora and I have had these conversations. She says uh-huh. what they are going to do at the Missouri restaurants, however, is offer these new digital kiosks and customize their burgers to allow people to customize their burgers and desserts, and we all know what that means, meaning more jobs will be gone because <laughs> they'll right. be with right. kiosks. Right. So that. That kind of blows mine a little bit, but that's what she says will be unique for that location. That's crazy. Yeah, we definitely did have that conversation about that too, which is which is even a bigger story and, and crazier than that. Yep, yep, <clears throat> definitely. Because it, yeah, it's, it's it's like who's gonna wh- what's gonna happen now? You're gonna have machines doing all this stuff, and then and then. Now they're building machines that that are moving like humans and doing all types of stuff like humans, right? So the next step right. after this, after you can order your own food, would be putting a machine a, a machine like the walking machine in place of what the humans are doing in the back, preparing all the food, right? Or if there are humans in the back, counting whatever, 
you know, carrying things from one place to another. It's like, you know, little things like that that we don't even look at as a big issue, but little by little is going to become, you know, something that we watched in movies when we were five and seven years old. You know, iRobot and all that shit. And we, we thought it was a joke, but like literally that's what's about to happen. And it might not have been, it might not be the robots that we've seen in those movies, but it could be like the equivalent, right? So like robots exactly. are just doing what humans are supposed to be doing. Exactly. I agree. It'll be interesting next 20 something years. Right. <clears throat> I still say, make it a real. Um, I'm, I'm moving. I'm out of here. I'm moving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> nah, just just for like a weekend, not forever. Just for like a weekend. Listen, I love I love y'all. I love I love Brooklyn. I love New York. I love America. But um, <laughs> hashtag Dave Chappelle. <laughs> uh, last call for alcohol. Anybody? <laughs> Anybody? Everybody? What blows my... Let me see. Do I have anything else? Uh, um, I don't know. Hollywood, where can they find you? Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, real quick. I do got two more responses for the uh, question of the day um, regarding Prince. What is your favorite Prince on the album? Nino Beige on Instagram says Raspberry Raspberry Beret was some smooth-ish. Nicole Ebony on uh, Instagram says Pop Life. Nice. Um, yeah. So, Benoit. I no music. I'm sorry, I was responding to something at the same time. Uh, at I am Hollywood, everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, at I am Hollywood, NY on Snapchat, at Miss Judy, even though she's not here today, and Hampton Blue, at Hampton Blue Network. Just make sure you don't put no E at the end of Blue. And Facebook.com slash Hollywood and Friends. Flash outs to everybody who like our page. We got another thousand likes this week. This makes the third week in a row where we got a thousand likes. And I was just saying when it first happened, like two weeks ago, that my personal goal for the page was 10,000 likes by the end of the season of Love and Hip Hop. Atlanta. <laughs> that was my personal goal. But at this rate, I wasn't even expecting this. At this rate, we'll probably get to that shit before the end of the season. Oh, yeah. Like, so thank you to everybody who's liking the page. Um, and um, I think Shout that's about it. Special to y'all for sure. And we're out of here. Rest in peace to Prince. Thank you to everybody who sent us music, tunes, and um, Zachary Durham. 
We're going to end the show. Oh, uh, our producer just mentioned uh, 2 million people post reach on our Facebook page. We got 6,000 likes right now, but 2 million people have seen or shared or liked in some capacity our post. Super dope. We're going to end the show with um, Prince. Purple Rain, the live version from the American Music Awards in 1985. Some history for you youngins. And we out of here. Thank you for everybody for listening. Tune, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, all that. Find us. Hollywood and Friends, Hampton Blue Radio. Deuce. Oh, <laughs>
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.